0: Welcome to the F3 American Yammer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high-impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show.
1: Welcome to an episode nine of American Yammer. As you can probably tell by now, this is not the shortest of all possible circuits. It's not even the longest circuit. It's Posse out of Waxhaw, North Carolina. I'm sitting in as substitute host for the Yammer uh, in place of short circuit uh, as he is on paternity leave. So one of the things that uh, I didn't realize was that even though the the Yammer was rated fifth in terms of most beloved F3 podcast show. It is number one in HR benefits. And so that's something to consider as you go through your telling your was now story, who you want to tell that story to. You probably want to have someone with some extra HR benefits to go along with that. So having said that, uh, let's go through and bring in our, our guest for today. This is Cannoli out of Naperville. So Cannoli, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks for having me, Posse. Excited to be here.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for, for being here. Let's start off. Let's make sure that we we follow all the, the guidelines that short circuit has set up here. So let's start off with Namarama, uh, hospital name, age, F3 name.
0: Sure. Uh, it's Nick Stroza 33 and it's Cannoli. Cannoli.
1: All right. That's fantastic. So let's talk about real quick. How long have you been in F3 packs? There in Naperville.
0: Sure. So I'm uh, creeping towards about two years now. So I joined, um, was EH'd in September of uh, 2018, and okay. uh, been Paxson ever since.
1: Fantastic. Yes. Good to hear. And how often do you post? What's what's your regular typical workout look like? Uh, when and where? Kind of sure.
0: Things? Sure. So I'm part of F3 Naperville. Uh, we have I think nine AOs and the virtual one. Um, but I tend to post uh, about three to four times a week. Uh, Dark Tower is my favorite AO. It's right in downtown Naperville, um, and it's just beautiful. There's a river walk there, a huge hill, um, different uh, bridges, and so there's just a lot to do there. But I also uh, post at a couple other AOs, one of which is called The Complex, and that's about a mile, a little over a mile from my house. So it's it's hard to find uh, an excuse not to post when there's an AO so so close to you. So, uh, but but Dark Tower seems to be the place that uh, I enjoy the most. Okay, uh, sounds all right. great. All
1: right, all right, so then let's go ahead and dig into this and let's start talking about life before F three. So, when we talk about fitness, what did that look like prior to F three? And, and tell us a little story. Uh, about this. And, and let me go ahead and preface before you get started. I apologize, uh, Canoli. So one of the reasons, Pod Paxter's why uh, I thought it was important to have Cannoli on, he's got a slightly different was now story for how he was able to uh, make his journey into, particularly on the fitness side. So it's slightly different from what we've heard before. And I want to make sure that we help to illustrate that not everybody's going to have the same path to, to fitness. And so, um, I'm really eager to, to share Canoli's story as part of that. So apologize. Can go ahead and, yeah, and no. tell us what, what fitness was like before F3.
0: No problem. I mean, just kind of summing it up. It, it was pretty inconsistent. Um, you know, I was high school athlete, um, played football, I played basketball in junior high, but I was never, you know, uh, on the A team or anything like that or the varsity squad. Um, in college I was, um, due to proximity and the amount of people that were around and went to Northern Illinois University, you know, it was a lot easier to, you know, head to the gym or play, you know, flag football or or pick up basketball games. But, you know, ever since college ended, I graduated in 08, you know, just little by little, it was hard to be consistent with what kind of exercises I was doing. Um, You know, I would go through spurts where, you know, I'd be able to go to the gym, you know, three to four times a week, and then I would take, like, weeks off. You know, so it's like you get out of the groove. So it was it was really inconsistent and and slowly put on a a significant amount of weight throughout the years. Um, You know, part of which was just dieting and being comfortable with my now am and just not being consistent with working out, not having that accountability, you know, and and life stressors. So I would just say it was pretty inconsistent uh, prior to F3. And as I got more involved with F3, the, the working out did become more consistent. There was more accountability and and that would turn to grow. But, you know, as as you alluded to, I I did have to take um, kind of a drastic measure in in terms of the diet approach to find something that worked for me that that would garner the results. And you know, we can dig into that a little later on, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds good. So a little bit of inconsistency from from high school, even through college at NIU and and as part of that happening, having some significant weight gain, uh, as part of that. So, is there a, a rough number that prior to F three or prior to the to the diet thing that we'll talk about soon? That there was a how much weight gain are we talking about? Is that?
0: Yeah, I mean, when I graduated college, I was probably in the one eighties, um, mm-hmm. and I at my I'm max in the past couple of years and. and last fall I hit about two thirty five. So okay. it's significant. And for you know, I'm about five five, not the tallest guy in the world, you know, it, it's just I wasn't able to, to get something that worked. There there would be times where, you know, maybe I'd lose ten pounds and be like, oh, I know what to do now, right? Um, mm-hmm. but it it was never something that it never got to the point where I got into a good groove and I knew this was working and I could chop that weight and then build towards a healthy lifestyle. So, you know, obviously I worked out and had muscle mass and things like that, but for someone who's like that height and 33 years old, I, I should be in much better shape than I was. So, um, you know, kind of uh, that, that that's exactly uh, what led me to this.
1: Gotcha. Fantastic. All right. So then let's move into the second F let's talk a little bit of, Fellowship and and leadership. What did that look like? So, being uh, around other people and and having some strong friendships, or or even having some leadership aspects
0: in your in your life. What was that like before or after? Yeah, I would say um, I always tried to be a leader when I was like in, in school or with my friends to organize things. But you know, as time goes on, it gets harder and harder to stay in touch with people. that Families, and you're kind of closer with people that maybe you work with or in your community. Um, I really didn't do much of any kind of um, leadership type activities outside of what at work. So at work, I, I help um, run sales and marketing for my organization. So I do see myself a, as a leader in my company, and I try to get involved with various, um, you know, industry type events, but. Outside of that, it's pretty pretty reactive. Like with 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 college friends, we might see each other once a year. I might have one or two friends that are close that we communicate, but you know they might live in different parts of the country, so it, it's just harder to have some any kind of consistent fellowship activities. Um, which obviously with F three that that has changed. You know, do complete 360 on
1: that. Okay, good to hear. We'll definitely dig into that. All right. And then from the third F perspective, so in talking about faith or or service, so faith being anything beyond yourself and service being any kind of work that you're not getting paid for and, and you're doing it possibly on a volunteer basis and, and being of
0: service to to those outside of, say, your family. What would, What did that look like? Sure, and I think this this was also a little bit more on the reactive side versus you know praying daily or going to mass. Uh, I'm Catholic. I went to um, Catholic elementary school, junior high, and when I was you know that young, I was going to mass twice a week. I was brought up in uh, a nice family household, faith driven, Um, but. I didn't go to a Catholic high school. Didn't go to a faith-based university. So, like throughout the years, things would just um, not be as strong as as they are now. And I think it, again, it, it's more of the inconsistency and just not having such a focus on that. Unless I'm going through a tough time when you know you really want God on your side, but you know it needs to be more of a habitual thing. And it was not. Um, you know, I can't say that it, it was an active part of my daily daily life you know two years ago that it is now okay in terms of like community service um definitely try to do what i can you know again more on the reactive side you know if someone was um, putting a team together for a 5k i would definitely be part of that or donate to a, a good cause um but you know i, I was part of the April jc's for a short period of time it's just kind of budgeting your time and and it it wasn't a a super big priority Again, kind of being more on the react side. Okay.
1: So what I'm hearing and certainly correct me on this, I'm, I'm seeing the pattern across all three F's of, of where you talk about a, a consistency piece and a reactivity kind of piece, as opposed to being proactive and, and choosing a path. Um, you're, kind of going through life and, and seeing, reacting to how life is happening to you, right? And so regardless of whether that's the the fitness piece or, or the fellowship piece, as you try and uh, connect with old college friends, uh, that's kind of a, a reactive piece. And certainly from a, a faith aspect, while your faith is still there, it too is, is more of a reactive thing of, yeah, I'll go ahead and, and do something if, if something is presented to me, I'm not necessarily going out of my way to really uh, push for something or in any kind of faith or service-based activities. Is that did I?
0: Yeah, no, I see that. That's absolutely correct. Uh, I think you you, you covered it. Um, you know, one of the things, and that's it, kind of shocking to me, is I'm not sure if you're familiar with the the app uh, MyFitnessPal. So that's where oh, really you yeah. like log your food and um, and your exercising. And I belong to various gyms and stuff. And, you know, I, I looked a couple of years ago, like you could look at like a monthly view of like your exercise and I'd have a couple of weeks where I do like two or three times. And then there's like weeks that went by with, without working out at all. And it's like, okay, you could tell I wasn't being consistent. Um, and, and it's interesting to see that data and then, you know, not logging food, not looking at what you're eating, um, but, you know, nowadays with, with apps and technology, things get a little bit easier, and, and obviously we could dig into it later, but it, it's kind of the opposite now when I look at it. It's like the calendar is full, you know, mm-hmm. of different things I've done throughout the week, some kind of physical activity, um, which, I, which I try to do something daily. You know, it might not be an extreme workout, but it's just interesting how things have flipped um, the past couple of years.
1: Yeah, that, that is a great example. I appreciate that. And yeah, I'm familiar with MyFitnessPal. I'm I'm an inconsistent user of that. It's on my phone. It's in my little F3 block. But yeah, I too have uh, a similar kind of thing where I can see I can be consistent for a good couple of weeks. But then, yeah, suddenly there's no data for, for a long period of time. I can completely relate to that. that that's a great example there. Appreciate that. Sure. All right. Well, then um, any other pieces to, to talk about in that? before F3, before we move into that first workout?
0: Yeah, I mean, nothing really uh, sticks out drastically other than, you know, just, just the way I felt, you know, being overweight and not having such a focus on health and and being a good, you know, as good of a person as I could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just the way I feel now compared to how I felt then, it's just like, it's such a change that um, I'm so glad I, ha- I did what I did, and I'm so glad to be part of F3. I'm very grateful. So it's just uh, I'm glad you're giving me the opportunity to share share some some of the things that worked for me. Yeah,
1: yeah sure. sure. Well, then let's start digging into what worked. That's great. So let's start talking that first workout. So who ate who EH'd you? Who brought you out? Let's yep. talk about
0: that first. Yeah, I'm still sore thinking about that one. <laughs> um, so my first workout. Uh, took place at Dark Tower, which is the AO that I, I frequent uh, the most. Um, mm-hmm. I was EH'd by um, now a good friend of mine and a neighbor of mine, Jeff uh, Borkhardt. He goes by at, AT. And I knew him actually prior to moving into the neighborhood where we, we live now. Um, it, was, it was actually coincidental that I moved in uh, pretty close by. and But I knew him through some business networking events. I, I didn't know him very well um at the time but you know essentially he's talking a little bit more about hey uh, what do you you know how do you what do you do for working out are you a gym guy and he's like uh, like well sometimes and it's like you know you should really come try this uh this boot camp workout group i'm a part of like oh sounds interesting how, you know it's at 5 five fifteen 15 in the morning what <laughs> and it's just like you know that's kind of uh that's kind of early i'm not really an early bird um so it took me a while to kind of try it. You know, I was re- very reluctant. Um, and I'm all, I was also pretty intimidated knowing that, you know, I'm not the fastest. I'm pretty out of shape. You know, these guys doing military-type workouts, I'm, you know, not going to really fit in. And, you know, so uh, long story short, you got me out there in September of 2018 um, on a Saturday. Saturday mm-hmm. started a little later. So that's actually been a good way to get some FNGs. Um, Strategically for us in F3 Belt. but um, you know, it it, it was a, a really interesting workout. It was uh, it was cued by uh, Shandy, who is an active PAX and uh, is known for, for very tough workouts. And it was just it was really interesting. I mean, I did not expect what what it was going to be all about. The kind of people I was meeting, and there was a pretty good amount of people. I, I want to say there was at least 20, 20 guys there. Uh, oh, so it was awesome. a good. It was a bigger size group as well.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So let's give a shout out to was it at the yes. Star Wars reference from Empire? Um,
0: no, it's funny that you mentioned that though. But it's uh, just the at sign, then the other at.
1: Oh. All right. Okay. I love hearing uh, different names and. Usually not what I expected. So that's awesome. Okay. And also a sh- shout out to Shandy for uh, being able to cue there and, and have a good, strong workout. So was he the one that, that gave you the name Cannoli?
0: I, you know, I don't know who had actually suggested it. Um, it's kind of a blur. But, you know, obviously there was a couple other ones, Ravioli, rigatoni. I mean, it was just, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was just waiting for something. Uh, I was just glad it didn't end up being Caboose because I was the sixth quite a few times. Gotcha, that's when right. cannoli came up, I was uh, I was alright with that. I, uh, I'm Italian American, and you know not sure if you're familiar with uh, Italian, you know, pastries and desserts. But a cannoli is essentially uh, a, a dessert, um, and it, it was uh, it, it, it felt right, so I feel good about it. All right, good. And did you
1: happen to uh, spill any or low on that first day?
0: I did not. Um, you know, and knock on wood haven't yet but it's uh it's interesting all those funny terms are interesting as you learn about them
1: yeah yeah that's right really nice. all right anything else about that workout that that you remember that um you want to share it sounded like uh if you were the the sixth and
0: sounded like it was a pretty difficult workout it was goal. and and you know it was it, it was a millennium falcon based workout where there was different stations you know, doing a bunch of reps of different things so uh, it involved cardio, going up and down the hill. But I just remember like just meeting some of the people and the funny names. I didn't know that there were nicknames. when I went, so it's uh-huh. like, hey, this guy's name Shandy. Or like, there's one came up to me, Paul. Hi, I'm Paula Dean. Like, okay. Uh, so it was really kind of thrown off. There was like one other FNG there, I believe. Um, but just the intensity, like, like well, we're gonna do 300 curls. We're gonna do, you know, we're gonna bear crawl across this bridge. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it was just, yeah. it was just crazy to think that. In my mind, I'm like, I I can't do this. I mean, I can't, this is too intense for me. But to be able to to look back on it now and be like, oh, I I like doing this. I like, you know, <laughs> I'm able to do this now. It, it's uh it's rewarding.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's tiring, right. It, it helps you realize that there were some limitations that you had put on yourself. That just after that first workout, you realized that you could do those things. You could do the 300 curls. And more to your point, you like it.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: That's fantastic. All right. That's great. I, I love that um, that workout story. And and so now I'm really eager to see how things have changed since F three. So let's go back through the, the three Fs and and let's start through there. And and this one is what I'm really most
0: excited about. So let's hear about your fitness since F three. Sure. So, I mean, I think my journey was a little bit different than most. Um, Again, I'd start having that accountability. A lot of our neighbors started getting involved with F3. We would, like, do a clown car and, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to be there at 505. You better be there. You kind of think differently about the next morning. You can't fart sack that. Um, So, overall, today, I personally feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. Um, I dropped a little under 50 pounds, right about 50 pounds um, from last uh, November to today. And that's actually how you guys reached out to us because I sent it uh, a message, a before and after picture in the F3 Naperville Slack channel, just thanking people. Cause I, I received a lot of support, um, but I guess you guys saw it on, they, they retweeted it on Twitter and yeah. uh, you guys caught wind of it and said, Hey, we should talk to, to this guy. And I, I appreciate that. Um, but my weight never really – so, the, you know, again, I started in September 2018, was starting to go consistently, and I was working out more than ever but not seeing the weight loss results. And a lot of the guys in the group, you know, they, they have tremendous results. They're, they're losing 30 pounds. They're doing things that – you know, rocking, things that they've never done before. And, you know, I was, I was working out a lot and just not seeing the results. So, I believe it was – Maybe August of 2019, I put out uh, a message, you know, because the group is very supportive. You're looking for recommendations. You're looking for, you know, help if you're moving. You know, people are are really responsive. We we have a really good community in F3 Naperville, a very strong mm-hmm. uh, chapter, I believe. Um, so I put a post out there with a picture of an actual cannoli, and I said, "This is the last cannoli, you know, guys. I need help with the diet. I don't know what I'm doing wrong." Does anyone have any tips they can give me, like a meal plan or whatever? Um, and I got a lot of feedback, a lot of private messages. Um, and a couple people have, you know, were mentioning, hey, you should check out this dietitian that has helped me out. It's all macro-based. Um, but my aunt and I decided to go see this dietitian and signed up, did like a three-month plan. And it just wasn't the right fit for me. Uh, mm-hmm. For us, it was essentially... More of um, here's the types of recipes and meals you can do, but there was no accountability. There was no follow-up. There's no measurements, and it was it was just complicated. To, you know, it wasn't what I needed at the time. And when I sent that recommendation out, um, a really strong Pax in our group, Baby Hands, uh, mentioned, you know, hey, you should go check out this coach and this program that I did. And at the time, like, yeah, I don't know. It seems you know kind of expensive. Maybe I don't want to go that route. Um, so, I tried this dietitian first and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I decided to take him up on that. Hey, you know, can you tell me more about what worked for you? So, he was someone that went through um, significant, you know, health change. And um, basically, long story short, I found the right program. It was pretty much a modified keto, but very strict. And it was so strict and, again, kind of unconventional. Um, in many in many ways where i actually had to halt working out the, intensely so anything like 115 120 beats per minute or higher which you can get to 140 after doing a couple side straight hops um, yeah. it was actually dangerous because the diet I was on um, was so strict and so restrictive so some people that do keto you know they put butter in their coffee they're you know doing having fruit. I mean, there was things that I couldn't have. So it was a different kind of program, but it was very structured. It was very easy to follow. And there was accountability, right? I had to get measurements. I had to, you know, have guidance, you know, baby hands. And and all the people in the group were very supportive of this. So, you know, I was a little hesitant. I'm kind of posting like, Hey guys, you know, just a heads up. You're not going to see me for a little bit of time because I'm doing this. You know, I, I was kind of like, well, some people might be like, no, not working out again, or kind of, you know, not be supportive, but it was the actual exact opposite. And in fact, it, it caused a little bit of confusion, but um, I went to one of the workouts just to say hi to the guys, and they put me in the circle of trust again and said, you know, hey, we're going to nickname you Broccolini temporarily. As, <laughs> as a sign of support during this journey. So... <laughs> So um, it it was interesting that that meant a lot to me just knowing that, hey, you know, they're having fun with it. They're supporting me. So I changed my name temporarily and some people were kind of confused, but it's cannoli now. It's always been cannoli, but temporarily while I was on uh, a break from the actual working out, uh, I was broccolini. So So I, I started to wean off this diet in May and now I am doing just a healthy lifestyle. So I have certain macros I have to follow. It's basically a low-carb life for me moving forward, but I'm okay with that. Um, you know, I can't have 10 craft beers, but that's actually a good thing, right? You have to be disciplined. Or if, hey, I have a couple slices of pizza, or whatever it is, then I got to work out the next day or, you know, have less carbs on days where you might not eat as good. So there's like, you know, there's a method to it. To the science moving forward. Um, but the results have been very inspiring. You know, you guys saw that picture. Um, down 48 pounds. I lost 12% body fat and I gained wow. about 8% muscle mass. So that was from November through where I'm at today. So I'm back in like the 180s again. I'm not like, I'm like around 185, but. When I graduated college, I was maybe a little less in the 180s, but I'm in so much better shape now than I was then. And I'm beginning to work out, you know, I'm able to run faster, I'm able to keep up with things where like sometimes I would get winded doing like a mosey, you know, but now I feel like I like the mosey, I like the running. So it's um, been a complete change. The fitness, I, because I dropped that weight, I mean, think about it, that's, you know, over a coupon I was carrying, just a, my own body weight. Yeah. Uh, I, I have excelled and I've focused on keeping things that way. I you know, continue to post. I do running on the side. I try to walk with my M. Try to do some kind of physical activity daily. Uh, you know, Like I said, have a rest day here and there, but try to walk at night with, with my dog Winston or my M. And, and really watch what you eat because it, it, it varies for everybody. But for me, you know, I basically stopped working out. And I lost all this weight because I was on a strict diet, which I, you know, isn't going to be for everyone, isn't, you know, something I ever want to have to do again. And I made myself a goal, a life goal that I will never see 200 pounds again. That is my life goal is to never get to that point. Um, so, you know, when I started the diet, I was like, you know what, I want to get under 200 and never see that number again. So, so far, so good, knock on wood. But, um fitness has been a a huge priority. Like I said, my fitness pal, you know, or or my Fitbit, like it's flipped now. What, what used to be like looking at a calendar, barely working out that month. It's like, now it's barely not working out, you know? So looking at the data, it's just been, uh, it's been interesting. And, you know, it's kind of like you miss it too. If you don't work out for a day, especially with F three, with, with a great group of guys that we have and the variety of the types of workouts, um, it's just, it's such a big part of, of my life now that, you know, it, it's amazing how far someone can come in, in just a short period of time. Yeah, yeah that,
1: that is I a know, wonderful story. story. That's fantastic. And, and I'm really glad that, that you shared that. And certainly to all the other pod yeah. When he's talking about having some kind of modified diet, um, it's modified for a particular time, but now it's, right. it's almost permanently modified right because now you know that there's uh, certain things or certain quantities of food that are your upper limits and in order to keep the 200 off the scale you're going to also have to keep certain things off
0: your plate right definitely definitely and it's just being disciplined right just like you know it, it's interesting you know i used to kind of have to take multiple pictures and whatever and it's like I feel really good now. I feel like I look good. It's like I look forward to things. Um, I don't have that mid-afternoon sluggishness. I'm not so tired on like a Saturday morning. I feel like really good. And, and you know, after you post and F3, it's just such a burst of positive energy. Um, that it, it's just such a big part of my life right now that uh, I'm very grateful for.
1: Absolutely. That, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. All right. So I know that was that's been the big element. And yes, to your point, that was the thing that uh, we saw at the Yammer that we wanted to make sure that we found out more about from that standpoint. So fantastic there. Let's talk about the second F let's talk about what your fellowship and leadership has been like since F3.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it's improved. Um, You know, obviously I met a lot of people uh, become a lot closer with um, some of my neighbors who posted and just, Knowing that there's a support network out there for you um, in terms of networking or just advice, or, and, and to be able to help people too, right? So one, you know, example um, is just you know we do these monthly lunches. With with the COVID situation, um, they've done some virtual happy hours and things like that. Um, but there would be um, usually a monthly lunch and different social events where, you, you know, you could just hang out with the guys a little bit and, and get to know them. And those were always something that, that I look forward to doing. Um, Leadership-wise, I think, you know, just being part of F3 and hearing the different messages that every guy has. Um, and when you cue your own message, just kind of taking that with you, um, you know, to your daily work life because obviously i a lot of time at the office and being in marketing and sales, I have to be able to present our company's values and myself in a good light, you know, and sometimes it's hard to always be on your A game, but knowing that the different kinds of messages and kind of thinking about them a little bit, like after a workout, I, I would think a little bit about, wow, that's, how does that apply to what I have to do today? Right. What, what did, you know, yeah. the Q say that was really impactful. Um, and, and a lot of times after workout, we do a second F, um, cafeteria we call it and, enjoy I always look forward to that it's kind of like I earned that coffee so usually I think part in that and it's just good to get to know people on the personal level and, and also be there for them you know when they might have a need that or need someone to talk to
1: yeah that's fantastic so being able to take even something from a, a hard workout even a, a phrase or, or a sentence that someone else might have said to be able to carry that with you uh, throughout the day or, or even the next couple of days just to, to keep you sharp more than just from a fitness perspective. But now it sounds like, um, from that mental and leadership perspective too, you're, you're carrying more than just a regular workout with you throughout that day.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. All right. So then let's move on to the third F. So what has, what has changed in your faith aspect and, and service aspects?
0: Yeah, I mean, in general, it's just a you know being able to pray various times a week is, is a lot more than I, than I ever did before, and I've taken that home. Like my wife and I pray before bed every night. Um, we go to mass more frequently than we ever did before. Whether you know before maybe it was more holiday driven, um, it's just a constant reminder. Like at Dark Tower, um, there's a big hill there, and I actually see the church. Uh, saints peter and paul where my wife and i got married when you're at the top of the mm-hmm. tower so i'm constantly kind of reminded of that faith element when i'm working out to say you know that it's always there it's it's a beautiful church and it's just like just being able to kind of practice it and take it not like hey god's there when i need them to be you know i, I want to reach out when i need them it's more of let's make this a daily habit let's 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 strengthen that faith element um which could parlay into, you know, people you, you might be able to help out or, or volunteer and things of that nature. Um, something kind of interesting that we, we helped with um, at F3 was um, garage sale for a church that does it every year. And it was actually a church that was not a Catholic church. So I was able to go with a bunch of guys and actually help um, set up these different you know, racks and things for a garage sale. I told my wife what I was doing. She's like, wait, you're not doing that at our church? You're doing it for some other church? It's like, yeah, who cares, right? (laughs) So, you know, she's like, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. But it's just interesting that like, I wouldn't have done that before, right? I wouldn't have thought to try to be a part of a community that maybe I didn't pertain to directly, but I knew it was helping people. So that was just, um, you know, one example.
1: I love that story. So often, even if somebody does have some kind of uh, religious background, or or they've been with a particular uh, church or synagogue or or uh, parish or something for a long time. Being able to help out somebody outside of that that particular congregation is is big. You don't really see that a lot, and certainly depending on on how big a, a region is, you may have an opportunity to to cross uh, multiple churches and start to see that. Yeah, you know the packs that attend your own um, service, but maybe not, but you also start to learn the the packs of other churches as well. And so you can kind of point to other guys of, hey, if you're interested in uh, a different church that maybe that I don't go to, you could head over there and, and I can point you out to three or four other guys who I know would already meet you and, and welcome you in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it just just in general, he'll have three element. Um, that that third F is, you know, part of it. Sometimes people are going to think, oh, this is just a, a boot camp, and there's just so much more, and you know, hence it's more than just a workout. It really is. I mean, it's just, it's community, right? You might bump into people at, like, a store, and <laughs> it's just, I don't know, sometimes they're real names, but it's like, oh, hey, how's it going, you know? Yeah, it's just interesting how, how, how this community has formed and has built leaders, um, across all, all three of the, F channels. So.
1: Yeah. And, and I think what you just mentioned is kind of indicative of what a lot of us guys experience all across the nation, where we see, uh, another brother out in public somewhere and we haven't quite known their, their real hospital name yet. And particularly, I know for my wife, I'll introduce them and introduce them by the F3 right. name <laughs> And so there's always that odd comment of, yeah, I don't really know his real name, but here's Cannoli or,
0: it's totally or right.
1: somebody, right? And so it only takes about two or three of them before my wife kind of got the got used to it. And so once she recognized that it was an odd name, then she knew exactly how I knew them. And so there was, there was already kind of a built-in conversation of, all right. right, so how long have you been with F3 and, and that kind of stuff? So it's it's both complex and, and a little awkward, but then at the same time, it also is kind of relieving that you already right. know uh, the first couple of questions that are going to come from that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and it's such a strong community nationwide. Um, I posted downrange once in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. and you know, I was there for work and I reached out on Facebook and got like, oh, Shem backward, but he responded right away. He's like, yeah, here, come to this. And I mean, they they brought us gloves. Um, they took us out for coffee afterwards, gave us a ride back. I mean, it was just it's such a nice group to be a part of. I think it's genuine. There's genuinely really good people that are that are part of this that, that want the best for themselves and one another. So it's just um, just awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. Yeah. All right, was- so. We've gone through all three F's on, on both sides of your experience. I really appreciate you sharing that. Are there any other kind of closing comments, any other things that you want to share before we'll talk through your, your contact information, but what is there any other thing that we haven't talked about yet that you definitely want to make sure that that comes across in this podcast?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think for anyone that's struggling weight wise or not seeing the results, um, don't give up and you know, you might, at some point, you're gonna get that wake up call where, hey, I don't like how I look. Or I don't like how I'm feeling. For me, it happened um, when I was at a conference for one of my clients in Seattle. And if you've ever been to Seattle, they have kind of like San Francisco. Those really steep hills and you know streets, right? And I mean, I was struggling. I was out of breath, you know, going a few blocks um, uphill with like a, a small backpack, and it's like, you know, I, I really. I should be doing better than this, right? So I had that wake-up call. Um, I went to a dietitian that didn't work for me until I found the one that did. So don't be afraid to try new things. Um, be vulnerable. See what's out there. Um, but it, it, if you really are struggling weight-wise, um, to to just see what's out there. Don't give up. And but you may need that wake-up call first, and you need that discipline and motivation to get it started. Um, but but don't give up. And I think. F3 in general, they're, they're such a great support network um, nationwide to, to try new things and don't be afraid to ask for advice.
1: Those are two critical pieces that I'd like to highlight that again. So the first piece being not giving up, you may have to come across multiple different ways to to get to where you're trying to go and be okay with trying something, failing, learning from that, and then being able to make that second Third, fourth, fifth time, that much better, so that you're not repeating those same kind of um, requests, but you're able to kind of keep it nuanced as you're as you're going through there, um, and and then being able to to make sure that you're um, sticking with it. That was that was great. There was a second one that I missed. You said uh, I've lost it.
0: Um, I think just don't be afraid to reach out. And that's ask, it. Yeah. You know, for, for help. Um, be vulnerable. I mean, it's just it, it, obesity and weight gain. It's, just a, it's such a big issue. Right. And it, it, it's more people are overweight than underweight, I think. I mean, it's just it, it's it's tough. It, it's so easy. Right. There's fast food and there's social events and beer. It's just like, you know, it, it can happen. You get comfortable in, in your lifestyle. But I think a lot of people were you know, were or are struggling kind of how I was and, and just know that, you know, when you put the time in, if you are able to find the right plan that works for you, um, it could be life changing. Yeah. I mean F3 was a big part of that. I mean I wouldn't be here today, you know, I wouldn't be at the weight I am now if I wasn't part of this group and had the support I did, but also was pointed in the right direction to find the right solution that got me.
1: Yeah, and at the same time, you also get some credit too, because you're willing to be transparent, you're willing to be open, and you ask for help. A lot of times we as men struggle with just asking for help. It's probably pretty obvious that you needed help, but it you always need that that person to say, I need help, here's what I need help in. And then that's when uh, people are more than happy to rally around you. But being able to take that first step on your own of saying, yeah, this, this is not working for me and I need some help. Absolutely. I like it. All right. So if people want to reach out to you with such a great story and they want to find out more about you, or maybe they're struggling too, and, and they, they hear a lot of the same things in their own life from what you've just talked through, what would be a good way for people to get in contact with you?
0: Yeah, and absolutely. I, I'm definitely wanted. I definitely want to be here for anybody, um, and, and try to point you know them in, in the best direction I can. Um, probably my email would be the best way to reach me. Uh, initially, it's mm-hmm. um, N as a nick and then S T R O Z Z A, so N Stroza at mm-hmm. interproinc.com. I N T E R E-R-O-I-N-C.com. Gotcha. That's the best way. Yep.
1: Okay. Great. Well, I appreciate you being open. Really appreciate you being willing to share your story online here and, and being able to uh, let other packs know a, a different way than probably we've illustrated before in, in previous podcasts. So thank you for being open. Thank you for showing up. And look forward to talking with you and and look forward to having more people reach out to you and and see how you can help some other guys.
0: Yep. Thanks. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So that'll do it for episode nine, season two of American Yammer. Really appreciate everyone listening. Thanks so much to Short Circuit for giving me the option to um, help substitute for you. And we will talk with you soon.
0: Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the gloom.